I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander and Killian. Now Jeez, we're on the third nice. part. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> we finally got into the third part of the Trinity. We've talked about yes. Jason. Yeah. We've talked about Freddie. But now, for the first time live, we are going to be talking <laughs> about the shape. I'm hyped up, guys. I'm really hyped up. How are you guys doing? Uh, the shape Good. has a name. His name is Michael Myers. <laughs> right. Put some put some hey. respect on his name. Hey, right. Hey. 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 <laughs> okay. Let's see who we have in the chat, and uh, let's get down to brass tacks, man. Uh, we got Slasher Fred in the chat. The night he came home. <laughs> uh, they're throwing out the, the all the taglines. The trick is to stay alive. Oh man, Flamethrower says I don't think anyone has heard of this movie. Is it any good? <laughs> oh no. Okay, all right. Eric, the people's champion, saying, "Am I still in love with PJ Souls after all these oh, years?" Geez. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. That was like her favorite way. <laughs> Gore's in the chat saying, "Here it is." Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, guys, you know how we're gonna do this thing. We'll be checking in with the chat here and there. But the quick take, man, there's so much to say, but just really quick, Coriander, I'll start with you, and then Killian. What does this movie mean to you? What What does it mean when you hear the name Halloween? Oh, jeez. I mean, it gives you one of the scariest killers there is. Okay. You know, when I think of Halloween, All right. yeah. All right. How about you, Kill? Man, look. <laughs> this movie is classic. I mean, what it means to me, it's 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 like a good old friend that you just turn <laughs> on like every year at Halloween or right. or, or anytime and right. I mean, Donald Pleasance, you know, uh, Jamie Lee is beautiful. She is the scream cr- queen. You know, there's no lying here, okay? Halloween is the goat of slasher flicks, all right? Right, right, yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. This movie, like I said, you know, and I always rewatch the movies so we can talk about them. And I've seen this movie so many times, but even after all these times, man, I'm still enthralled i'm still absorbing and funny enough and i was saying this to coriander before we went live i'm still picking up a few things here and there just little things you know and it's just amazing that they were able to do this film um you know in 70 so long ago i mean 40 something years and it's like wow man this thing still holds up it really really does it's it's a classic and i'm just glad we're going to get a chance to talk about it real quick in the chat before we uh get started going eric says quick question to anyone is this a horror movie you can watch at any part of the year or must it be in october i can watch it when anytime anytime yeah anytime anytime man yeah absolutely flamethrower says 
I love this one because he has no real reason to kill. He's just evil. Yeah, it's scary. Exactly. Right. The, myth- the mythology of Michael is 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 truly amazing. So, all right, guys. So we're gonna get finished getting set up. You know what we gotta do for you guys in the chat. For you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. This home, no killing the vibe in the night watch zone. Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe, and the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID. It's a spiral emotions. Hand in the Bible, only go sign on the dopest survivals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder, Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit, Sigourney Weaver love the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. All right, man, let's do this thing. Kill. Let's start it off. This movie is badass. Start me from the beginning, man. Uh, I mean, look. <laughs> well, one one thing, you know, and, and I've said this time and time again, and, and I hope I'm not sound like a broken record, but I love the mood of films, the color yeah. palettes. Um, this, the mood of just this town is it's it's a all-American town, it's 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 fun they love halloween it's Mm -hmm. safe you know for the most part (laughs) except for you know dr loomis's patients uh but for the most part everybody knows each other jamie lee she's a good kid she's 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 not the slutty girl she's not the you know the girl that's Mm -hmm. getting high you know Mm -hmm. and has a good family and the mood of this film at least you know at the beginning i love how it starts off very sunny. It's light. It's 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 nice and beautiful. And slowly, before we, oh, yeah, sorry. Before, before we get to that though, before it's sunny and everything, it starts off dark with the traffic oh, shot. Well, for Judith leading yeah. to Judith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. yeah. The sunniness does kind of juxtapose with it, though. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. I, well. Yeah. Oh. Okay. The tracking shot you know seeing it i guess from michael's eyes and and you know things of that nature yeah it, it, it's awesome and it sets the tone you know right but i guess i guess for me the when i think about this movie like you said there's the juxtaposition of you know the dark and the tracking shot and then you know the sunny times with uh, jamie lee it yeah. for me sets the, the tone and the mood of it because this movie feels like you know it's a happy place for the most part it also feels like oh man halloween and you know it's light except you know 
that's the night Michael came home. So right. <laughs> Real quick in the chat, uh, we got Apollo is in the chat saying, "Hey guys, I love Halloween, but Halloween two, 1981 is my favorite. I like how you put the 1981 just to make sure we're not thinking of the other Halloween two. You mean, you mean White Horse? White Horse? Halloween is your favorite? Right, he says right. the more I watch Halloween, the more I enjoy it. The more I watch 2018, the less I like it." Okay. Uh, Fred says there seems to be so many people who have been in many John Carpenter movies like Kurt Russell yeah absolutely man yeah. Uh, Eric says I need to rewatch 2018 uh, didn't like it the one time I saw it yeah man you gotta watch that again you gotta watch it again but we're gonna be going through all of the Halloween movies every week leading up to Halloween kills in the theater so we're gonna definitely have some thoughts on all of these movies the highs and the lows um and we also got Drake. Drake saying, I don't care for any of them since Halloween 2. All right. Wow. All right. Uh, Eric says, raises the torch for Halloween white horse, as Killian calls it. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Uh, but Coriander, what, what about you? What were you thinking of, especially in the beginning, with, with the tracking shot and seeing Michael um, as the kid? stalking through the house i mean judith has no idea i think that's what's so scary to me that's why i keep going back to this i don't mean to 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 mess up the timeline on it but to me it's freaking scary because yeah (laughs) there's no reasoning behind it and from all that you could guess you figure it's a regular home a regular family a brother and a sister their parents aren't home and shit goes down What, what, what were you thinking of all these scenes I thought they were great. I mean, you're like Killian said at one point, you're seeing, you know, supposedly what Michael was seeing. I mean, and yeah, when he's outside looking at his sister with this guy, you know, and Mm -hmm. kind of being creepy and yeah, they go upstairs, he goes inside and you don't really know what's, what his intentions are until you see like him go for a knife and it's like, what, you know, why is this? And you're looking at his hand. So you can tell that this is a pretty young kid. That's right. why the hell is this kid going for a knife? And yeah, yeah although, I mean. Although that hand was actually uh, Deborah Hill. Oh, oh. She, yeah. They they did a lot of guerrilla filmmaking in this movie. Nice. And, and, and that's <laughs> right. the thing that gets me is that they were so good at making things seamless. It was really, really cool. But yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, this whole opening is just crazy because, again, you don't really know. When you first see it, you don't really know. And then the mask is pulled off, and it's just, it's just a kid. What's going yeah. on? You know? And it's just crazy. Um, just everything that, that started this movie off. You know what I mean? Kill, once, once we get beyond this and we see his parents, they look bewildered. Um, you know, although, you know, if it was our parents, we would have gotten our asses beat, but, um, <laughs> that's another story. But then we get to the scene where we have Loomis and nurse Marion in the car and they're talking about this patient. The setup for this mythology, I thought was just fantastic. What, what were you thinking in, in this scene? You know, it, it, it's funny. I'm just going to hark, harken back to uh, another movie we recently were talking about. And uh, and uh, just go with me for a second. Rambo. Dr. Loomis is like Troutman. 
He is yeah. the best hype man <laughs> for, for Michael. And it, it, he's he's such a great actor, and I could just listen to his voice and his cadence yes. all day long. Yes. But yes. he not only is disseminating a lot of information to us, the viewer, you know, especially if it's your first time ever seeing this movie, but he's also, you know, kind of letting this woman know, this other character and the audience, how deadly Michael truly Pure is. and evil. How, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pure evil. He's never dealt with a, a case like this. Right. You know, in his mind, he feels there's there's nothing behind his eyes. He's soulless. And like you were saying, Knight, you know, a truly scary aspect is there's no reason for it. It's, it's not it's not like, you know, you go to Camp Crystal Lake and, and, and he's pissed off because you let him drown or... Right. He was a pedophile and you burned him like Freddy or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but for Michael, it's just, he just kind of snapped and is just void of a soul. He's just a machine. And it was, it, it, it's, a, it's a great scene because you haven't even seen Michael as an a Yeah. So, and yeah, it was, it, it's a great beginning, especially for, you know, first seeing Dr. Loomis as well. In the chat. And also, Apollo was saying, if Michael didn't have a sister, would Myers have for a neighbor? That's and that's the question. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, what set him off? You know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways that you could think about it and go so deep into it. And that's what I love about this film. And, of course, you know, we'll get into, you know, the, the remake and the, the pros and the cons of fleshing his backstory out. You know, because I think there's pros and cons. Uh, we've got uh, Ledger in the chat. What's going on? Saying, do you think Paramount and Miramax will team up for a Michael versus Jason movie? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard I to say. Not. I don't. I don't think I really want to see that either. Yeah. It took them so long to do Freddy versus Jason. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Gore says, uh, "No, Judith had to be first. Yeah, I hear you. Yep. Uh, Apollo says, have y'all ever thought it was strange for Michael to watch the knife as he is using it on Judith? Um, no, not really, because he's, he's messed up, man. He's, it's he's, creepy. He's, he's beyond yeah. messed up. I mean, of course, it's two things. One, he's watching the knife. That's one way to look at it. Or it's because the camera had to show you the knife stabbing to give it more, you know, oomph in the kill. So, but um, as far as if, if it was his character staring at the knife... He's crazy, man. So, yeah, it's just, you know, um, Eric says Killian is 100% right about Donald Pleasance's voice. Just watch the documentary Terror in the Isles. Great narration. Yes. Mm. Yes. Gore was saying just the camera work. I think Apollo, they wanted to make sure we saw the night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I think, too. But Coriander, once we get, um, you know, into Haddonfield and we start seeing the surroundings and all those types of things like Killian. Like Killian was saying, it's a nice little town. It's sunny. The leaves are yeah. falling down, uh, which were fabricated by the film crew, by the way. Um, what were you thinking at that point? We obviously, we meet Laurie as well. What were you thinking of the story as we start to get introduced to the characters? Well, <laughs> you know, the town, like you all say, it's a nice suburban looking town that, you know, pretty. it looks safe. You think you'd be safe at least. And yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to grow up there, right? I mean, right. the houses look nice. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it looks like a nice little town. And yeah, Except... these... go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. 
Well, no, and I was going to say, and poor Lori, you know, if she didn't have to drop off that key to that house, I'm pretty sure Michael, he wouldn't have had his eye on her the whole, you know, he would have found someone else. And yeah, this poor girl, I feel bad for her. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Dad, for telling me to drop off the key. <laughs> right. By the way, and by the way, here's a question I thought of. It's the first time I ever thought about this when I rewatched it this time. And you guys let me know what you think. He told her to drop off the key to the Myers house because it was going to be shown. I think he said at 1030 or whatever. Michael was already at the house. I'm wondering how that all went, if at all. I never thought about that never thought about it but it just came into my mind rewatching it but yeah you know she drops off the keys and then that's it you know that's when michael is just like i got stock mode yes yeah. i mean and again it's creepy little moments she looks outside of the window at school she sees him and then she doesn't and little things like that and it's really building up the story and i really appreciated it but while that's happening and i'm going to throw it to you in a second kill then you got the hype man. You got <laughs> Loomis, who, again, shout out, rest in peace, Donald Pleasance. I mean, he mm-hmm. was the glue. He was the glue for yes. me, especially when I was a kid. I was so behind his character. It was almost like he was going to save the day. But, of course, he's on a different path in a way because he's trying to put the pieces together. He doesn't know exactly where Michael is, what he's going to do, where he's going to strike because he could do anything. You know, kind of like what Gore said in the chat, the shape, he, he, he isn't, he, he's a shape of a human, you know what I'm saying? So, Kill, what were you thinking as we get into that? And obviously we get introduced to the other ladies, the friends and so forth. The story seems so innocent at this point. What were you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems super innocent, but, but right. you know, like Coriander said, but, you know, who wouldn't want to grow up in that, like, community it's, it's mm-hmm. beautiful you know you're right. going to high school and these poor girls they're just like hey you know it's just a normal day let's walk mm-hmm. together and 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 i love once again you know sort of how you were saying night you know how he's stalking her and the camera is doing that that subtle stuff of like you know like hiding behind bushes and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like all right this dude is fixated on her now um mm-hmm. and unfortunately because he's fixated on her <laughs> he's now fixated on killing her friends too yes. so he's like oh you you have friends okay i'm gonna try to kill all of you guys you know mm-hmm. and and yeah. you just feel bad for all of them because i mean it, pretty much anyone you know and we, we've said this before michael a, a, a lot like jason they're like sharks especially yeah. michael if mm-hmm. you just cross his path, you know, unless mm-hmm. you're a kid, like that little kid just now in, in, that, in that pick is he lucky. Was lucky, man. Yeah, he was yeah, lucky. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And we saw him do that again, like in the 2018, uh, 20, uh, 2018 version. You know, mm-hmm. kids, all right, well, some. <laughs> but, right, <laughs> you right, know, right. for the most part, if he's fixated on something else, like a shark, he's, he's like, excuse me. I'm going that way and right. it's just so scary and once again mm-hmm. like you said the the hype man Donald Pleasance he he lends something to this movie that the other movies in the Trinity you know the Friday the 13th and the um, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street don't really have mm-hmm. he's not he's not a final girl or a final guy he That's is a good point. he is that 
that hype man that lets the new final girl or lets the new crop of kids or the new doctor or the new sheriff know like hey don't yeah. f around like he will ace you all out go, go ahead yeah no and and that's that's a really good point that one you know at least at least consciously i wasn't thinking about and not many people talk about i think that is a big difference of this franchise and versus the other two in the trinity is that you've got loomis who is i mean it's like he's on that mission he's like quint in jaws you know what i'm saying like michael michael myers is his great white shark you know what i'm saying and it, it really again i know i'm gonna say this a lot but hey it is what it is it's my video it lifts this movie above the fray yes you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of great horror movies there's a lot of great slasher movies and this is is at the top of it because of things like that the characterizations of these these people that we're that we're following in the movie so anyways i just wanted to follow up with that but um but yeah, real quick too in the chat before I get to you, Coriander, because these guys want to uh, keep up with these guys too. Uh, Gore said something that was pretty uh, cool too, saying he wants to relive the night he killed Judith over and over again. Yeah, I mean that's exactly that's exactly what it feels like, you know, is that he stuck. He just loves in to kill. That. That's how I see well, it. Yeah, could it be. It didn't matter if he had a sister, like you said. If yeah, he didn't have a sister. He would have killed someone else, but you know, so. Yeah. Apollo says, uh, did y'all know that Robert England was one of the leaf wranglers on set? I don't remember hearing that. That's a good fun fact. That's good. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Gore says, nothing to do with a second sister. Laurie just had characteristics that reminded him of Judith. Yes. That's exactly how I view it too. Yep. Um, Gore is saying Donald gives his best promo of putting over Michael in horror movie history. Yes, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he puts the fear of Michael in you. You know, he he's does. telling you he's pure evil. You yes. know, he saw yep. like the devil in his eyes. So, yep. like, come on. Apollo says, uh, "Did it ever bother y'all that Michael drives a car? Does it ruin his mystique?" It never really <laughs> bothered me. No, because no. he's got to. Because I mean. He's he's got to get... pay attention, you know. Well, you could figure things out. Oh well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Start it... driving a car. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, that didn't bother me at all. Uh, and we got the movie bros in the chat. What's going on, guys? Hey. That's so cool to see hey. you guys. Awesome channel saying, hey guys, loving the discussion. Scream is my most favorite film franchise, and Halloween is my second. The original 78 Halloween is simply a masterpiece. Absolutely, yes. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree. And we got the real Logan Massacre in the chat, too, saying, fantastic film. To be honest, one of my favorites. Yes. Nice. Yes. Absolutely, man. Um, and Drake, he had the blackest eyes. The devil's yeah. eyes. Right? <laughs> right. But, uh, but, yeah, Coriander, I mean, those scenes where he's stalking Laurie, and I think I was saying this to you, too. I mean, it's broad daylight, man. Yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike, Michael does not give a shit. He doesn't. <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean, he, I mean just... he stops his car in the middle of the street and just, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, he just sat there how, for a few look, minutes. Look you how know, creepy yeah. that image is. It is creepy, man. <laughs> yeah. and, but that's the thing is that it's little things like this in the movie that just really 
it just it's just it just gets you you know and you almost don't yeah. even realize it uh, and again jamie it Lee brings Curtis the creep factor without the gore i mean this movie hardly had any any gore to it but right. it didn't need it because yeah it was creepy without it and those are yeah. the best honestly when you Absolutely. when you need to use your imagination and you don't need you know and you know whatever i'm not saying i don't enjoy gore because i of course i do but right yeah yep. there are just some movies that don't need it and yeah perfect example right here yep absolutely and of course we got charles cyphers playing the sheriff uh, lee brackett who obviously in, in kill noses i mean he shows up in a lot of carpenter movies he had a nice little part too um and like i said michael's just all over the place but let's get to the point where they start to also build up some of the other things how does he have weapons how did how did he get the mask and all that you get the scene where loomis talks to the sheriff and i guess the hardware store had a little visitor you know and uh, got broken into from this point on out kill what were you thinking of the story because i thought again fantastic stuff and also how close loomis almost saw michael driving right by him i mean he's That's just right. he's just out of the frame of this picture a little bit in the station wagon what were you thinking right. I mean, for okay, for one, this community is not that big. So I loved right. that sequence. I loved it because it just shows you evil can be right there in, in, in that close range, that proximity of you yes. or like him just stalking Jamie Lee and the girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like you said, Knight, like Michael don't give a shit. He is in right. these streets. He, yes. he is deep right in these the streets. streets. <laughs> and, and 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 it's daytime and i mean i i guess in a way that makes it even scarier in my opinion it because does. he's this big guy walking around he has a mask on and he's just mm-hmm. in the streets still yeah. still stalking you still following yeah. you seeing where you go oh this is your school oh okay what, where do you go after school i mean he's just mapping out her whole like he's he's just doing map quests okay you go there next okay you're gonna hang out with your your buddy okay i'll kill i'll kill her later don't worry i'm taking notes you know and 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 like you said with the hardware store i mean like come on he's gearing up he is he he is a classic serial killer in the sense of they 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 enjoy the hunt they enjoy the preparation you know and for them it's all part of it you know you know it's it's all a part of the seduction of it Mm -hmm. and it's just like geez man where er everyone else is gearing up for trick-or-treating and getting their costumes and getting candy he gets a rope he gets a couple of knives and he gets the 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 shatner mask you know so he's he's ready to rock you know or i should say that's where he had gotten all that stuff because at this point in the story he already has the mask on and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. let me just start to to move it to the point so you got all this setup you got loomis as the ultimate hype man you know maybe Mm -hmm. other than troutman other than Troutman. so so (laughs) but then it's like okay but next thing you know it pans back to the celebration of Halloween. And you get those scenes with Laurie and the kids. Well, first it was just Laurie and Tommy. Um, they're, they're eating popcorn, playing games. And Kill, what are they watching? What are they watching <laughs> on TV? Yeah, boy. Classic. <laughs> Classic. But Michael, 
But Michael is just, he's stalking around because he followed them in the car so he knows where they live. And Annie is over with Lindsay, babysitting Lindsay. And Laurie is over with Tommy and they're literally across the street from each other. That's how small this community is. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody babysits everybody. And so you get those scenes where Annie is just chilling out in the kitchen and there's Michael, Michael doing his prep work, you know, his prep game. I mean, these scenes I thought were done so nice. And and one thing, and, and we'll reference it a lot, but we talk about the shape. That's what Carpenter called him. And scenes, especially like this, really make you feel like that because he was just popping up. It was almost like, where's Waldo? Where's Michael Myers? He'd pop up here. He'd pop up there. You look one minute. And the way the camera worked, again, shout out to Dean Cundy, the, the cinematographer who's wonderful. He's done so many great movies. He works with worked with Carpenter on The Thing, Escape from New York. He's worked on Jurassic Park. He did a great job with the cinematography. What were you thinking of those scenes? Like, because it was really setting up more of this mythology that this is not just an average dude. This is more than a guy. What'd you think, Hill? Oh, man. I, dude, I loved it. And, and, and you know, it's funny. As I was sitting here and I'm looking at some of these, uh, these stills that you're showing, I'm also comparing notes to the other members of the trinity mm-hmm. freddy that da- freddy doesn't do this right. you don't see the scene like you don't really don't see the camera panning and then freddy's mm-hmm. just standing there watching you and neither does jason you right. know a lot especially in the like the first movie i mean you didn't even you know see the killer you just saw like a hand like you know stabbing someone or an axe going in someone's head or someone's getting their throat slit but mm-hmm. with this sort of like coriander said you don't need the gore because you have that absolute creep factor of the camera just panning and he's right there at your back door that's half open just watching you on the phone <laughs> like right. or or he's in the streets and a kid bumps into him and you know if it's your first time you're wondering oh my goodness is he going to kill this kid or right. you know or, yeah. or or even you know i i hearken to the newer one the 2018 one where they took it even further and the camera just followed him for like a good two or three minutes yeah. walking through a crowd of people going into one person's home like oh yeah. that popcorn you know ah. eating some popcorn walking to another house yeah killing killing someone real quick and you know so for me once again you know this is another reason why like you said knight this movie stands the test of time and rose from the cream of the you know slasher crop because you had things like dr loomis that other movies didn't have the ultimate hype man you had the creep factor of he's just gonna stalk you for a while and he plays with this food in a way you know he still is a shark but he's that shark that you see on like National Geographic's. It's just sitting there like, <laughs> right. Yep. And then in the next in the next scene, then he like kills like a you know a baby seal or something. So right. yeah, all of that leads once again to that 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 feeling as a viewer. You're watching it and you're like, oh man, oh man, like like right. he's 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 stolen stuff from the hardware store. He has his mask. He has weapons. He's stalking these these women. He knows where they live. Now the camera is showing him right there what's going to happen, and it keeps bubbling and bubbling. And oh, the pacing of this movie is just yeah, it's a tight out of this world. Tight. Yeah, it's a tight script. Um, it's very lean, and and it works well for the pacing. Absolutely. Uh, Eric was saying uh, Donald Pleasance is Mike's 
Michael's hype man the way Don King was Mike Tyson's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a good one he is. <laughs> the movie brothers saying, that's right. Michael was always in complete control and even exercised extreme discipline. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Slasher Fred says they also watched the movie movie Forbidden Planet, which stars a young Leslie Nielsen, and this was before he started doing his comedic roles. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Drake says he's no Troutman. He's the best hype man. (laughs) True. (laughs) Gore says uh, that's what Halloween 78 uh, did that none of the others in the franchise did. Carpenter and Hill's formula is specific and unrepeatable. That's a good point very good point mm-hmm. uh and movie brothers say okay night i know it's not apples to apples because it is different killers in every movie but i really think ghostface deserves some consideration for the horror trinity <sighs> well look look now how, how about we do another trinity like the 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 more modern trinity <laughs> the, the modern trinity. i mean there you go I mean, yeah. look, hey, don't get you know? me wrong. Ghostface definitely scream, and 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 these guys know. Uh, I do love the Scream franchise, and I think West did some really great things with it. But I don't know if I could put Ghostface above Freddie, Michael, or Jason. You know, yeah, it's just, I can't. You know, yeah. but see, like a, a modern, are like, um, but but oh, a modern. No, well, wait. I was just gonna say, like a modern Trinity. You know, just based off of franchises, could be like Saw, and I, you know scream and maybe paranormal activity i don't know i don't know they were they were they were pop they were all popular in their own right (laughs) well true true i mean i guess i'm just going like that yeah Yeah, that's that's a good question maybe you guys you you guys in the comment section let us know what what would be a great modern new trinity of like horror villains or icons yeah absolutely please let us know in the comment section and also please uh don't forget to give this video a like that'd be great okay so uh coriander <laughs> let's get to the part where you know and i think another creepy scene is when tommy sees outside of the window and sees michael carrying yeah. carrying bodies and shit oh and i thought right <laughs> i thought she was gonna say the scene where he's like standing there it's almost like he's staring at him and he's like all the way across the street well yeah that too what'd you think of that scene yeah absolutely that was creepy like you said i mean this poor kid yeah Yeah. like you say the shape yeah because it's all you can see yeah yeah fucking creepy man i mean he's just over there checking his twitter feed that's all he's doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah But as oh, we get man. to as we get to one of the, the one of the first the first main kills for the leads, uh, poor Annie. I mean, she's just trying to go and pick up Paul. She's singing her songs and this and that. <laughs> and I love the way they did that scene when she goes to the car. It's locked. She's like, no yeah. keys. And then she walks back to the house. She's grabbing her keys and she's singing. She's thinking about other stuff. She goes to the car. The door opens right up. She gets in the car and then shout out to Nancy Keys as far as how she played it because she has that look on her face like wait mm-hmm. a minute wait a minute this was locked a second ago and you know it's it's a little moment of course it's it's too late but i thought that that was really really cool what what do you think about a kill i mean cuz at this point she had she had come close to getting killed by michael at least 3 or 4 times so i like the fact that cuz when it happens it kind of shocks you cuz he rises up from the back seat so quickly and then strangles and she's yelling and, and 
fighting and then he slits her you know so what'd you think of that scene i mean this is nightmare fuel because john carpenter's tapping into a primal fear of men women kids you know it's just like the monster under your bed it's check your back seat you check that back seat you know and it's just like oh my goodness (laughs) and even the way it was filmed you know and like you were saying night she she does such a great performance just with her facial expression like well wait a second and but but boom that that's when the shark is now on you you know you you felt a fin graze your foot and you're like hey is there something in this water and then boom he's on you and i i mean it, it 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 it's one of those scenes where i know you know john was just like well what really scares people oh yes the, the killer in the back seat like oh yeah, yeah we got to do one like that i mean mm-hmm. am i am i right is it just right. me am i the only one no. to text their back seat? No. okay all right, right. i'm just no, you know i do you know that <laughs> I, hey i've seen too many movies right. ahead, can i just say that in this scene too is the fact that it didn't take her that long to get her keys and to come back and for him to create that much condensation in the car that she draws the line you know what i mean that yeah. there yeah that's crazy shit it is the but, mask is hot right well and, and when you hear him breathing it's always that <laughs> that is right? true you know so when, he, when, he, when another, he's choking you out that's another thing too is his breathing <laughs> yeah. you know it's definitely you know and maybe it was on purpose maybe it wasn't but it almost gives you that sense of not being human you know mm-hmm. being more animal but coriander and I, i'd love to be able to play it but you know how youtube is we can't forget one of the greatest moments maybe in horror movie history one of the greatest hype moments as well when <laughs> loomis is explaining dr samuel loomis is explaining to bracket about what michael is that he watched him he, he he watched him for seven years he tried to reach him and then another eight years trying to keep him locked away what'd you think of this scene the setting of being in the myers house and all of that and obviously uh donald pleasant's performance what were you thinking uh, well, Donald's excellent in this in this movie. In every scene he's in, I mean, he just steals the scene. And right. yeah, I mean, they're finding dead dogs that you know mm-hmm. Michael killed and is eaten. And yeah, I mean, he's trying to make them realize that look, you've got this evil piece of shit in your town, and you mm-hmm. guys need to be out there looking for him. You know, you got to take this serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, in the chat, we got Gore saying that Leatherface would be in the Trinity before Ghostface. Yeah, I have to. I have yeah. to agree with that. We got. We got to give Leatherface some credit, man. I, that is I, true. I do, I do agree with that. Uh, Eric says uh, maybe Ghostface from parts one and two. We don't discuss Scream Three around here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, oh. Movie Brothers saying come on coriander this is not our world anymore it is john carpenter's world right <laughs> slasher fred saying the movie has many references to psycho yeah, absolutely this is oh yeah 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 uh gore says uh, they belong to him this is his night done his way that he waited 15 years for true enough true enough but um loomis was just amazing in those scenes i just want to throw that back out but of course we got to talk about the next kill scene which was linda 
what were you thinking, Kill? I mean, this this started off so innocently, <laughs> and I mean, it just it just it just evolved. It just evolved and just got crazier and crazier. You know, poor Bob. We know what happens to him. God damn it. And then, of course, <laughs> the iconic, the iconic sheet. What were you thinking in these scenes, man? Well, you know, this is, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is the only funny time I could think of where Michael did something that he didn't need to do that. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's iconic. I mean, he, yes. he puts the sheet on, he puts the glasses on, and she's just like, you know. Think, thinking her her boyfriend is fucking around, you know, right. and and you know, of course, she's already break broken the rules of horror movies. I mean, she just had right. sex, so now you're gonna get aced out. I think I think they, she also was smoking Plus pot they were too. Drinking. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. you're, you're you're doubly aced out. But once yeah. again, I think it was Gore uh, who said uh, he's a patient killer. Yeah. He could have just he could have just ran in there or just walked in there, just looking yeah. like him his normal self. But no, he took the care and time to let me put the sheet on, <laughs> let me put mm-hmm. these glasses on, and let me stand here and creep her out and savor mm-hmm. it, and then I'll run up to her. Uh, then I'll I'll slowly walk up to her mm-hmm. and choke yeah. her out and kill her. And of right. course, us as the audience, we know that's Michael, right. and we're just like. Oh my goodness! Like, what's right. going on? And then, of course, he he picks up the phone. Yeah, and it's really after, the after first Joker. time. Yeah, and it's yeah, really the first time that you see him clearly. Like you, 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 you yeah. really see his face. You see, you see him. It's like the first time that the the shape is there in front of the camera. It's it's, it's crazy. It, it really yeah. is. Um, Slasher Fred was saying Michael Myers seems to be like a ghost. He appears. He appears here and there. Yeah, and that, that was the thing, yeah. you know. I love how he plays with the shadows, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Movie Brothers, I think it's Steven, saying uh, Ghostface was also brutal in Scream 4. Yes, mm. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Gore saying a little creepy, playful moment for the shape on Linda's kill. Yeah, man, absolutely. But what's even bigger to me is that this happens and then... Laurie starts to kind of start putting things together and she was such a good final girl. We'll get to those things in, in, in future discussions, but she figures to go over there. She thought about it a little bit, Kill. She thought about it and she's like, you know what? Let me go and check out over across the street. And she goes there and of course, we know what happens. She sees the bodies. Great scenes, man. I'll never forget the first time I saw this scene with the headstone. And it, it creeped me the hell out. It really, really did. I had never seen anything like that. And it still is an image etched into my mind, even after so many horror movies I've seen over the years since being a kid. What were you thinking in that scene as she's finding the bodies, and especially that, that scene with Annie and the, the headstone? Uh, I, I mean, for me, it was creepy as hell. And then, of mm. course, I'm also thinking he took the time to bring the headstone which looked pretty right. heavy <laughs> up there. Right. Uh, and, and the reason he did it is because he knew she was eventually going to come over there. He knew it. Mm-hmm. He, cause, you know, he had been taking notes all day long. Like, okay, this is her, her, her buddy. She's mm-hmm. going to check on her eventually. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, like, like you were saying, like that, that, that image, I, I still remember that. Image, yeah. You know, 
because yeah. it's he it's it's pretty much him kind of just advertising like hey i did this you know and 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 put her on display you know for uh jamie lee to find you know and probably just to let her know hey this is going to be you mm -hmm. yeah when, whenever yeah. whenever i'm ready to to make it happen this is going to be right. you absolutely. and that's that's whew, that's that's nightmare fuel <laughs> absolutely uh real quick in the chat uh <laughs> say yep it's me steven you nailed it <laughs> what's up man one half of the movie brothers <laughs> um but yeah and then coriander i mean we're gonna get to your scene that you talked about with the shadows this is still such an amazing scene i mean mm -hmm. they talked yeah. about how they had to do the lighting to bring out the mask a little bit more slowly um this scene is just great what were you thinking about this and then obviously into the chase that he had with Laurie. Yeah, I mean, this, you felt, <laughs> you know, like the kid says, you know, the boogeyman. I mean, look at him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's chasing her. He slashes her with a knife. She falls over the stairs and the railing mm -hmm. and goes down the stairs. And yeah, I mean, this poor girl and those, those kids, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a good thing that, she was smart to put them away and then, you know, <clears throat> like when she was hiding in the closet, she opened like an outside door, you know, well, not the outside, but it led out to whatever, a porch or yeah. something. And then mm -hmm. she hid in the closet, you know, so it was like, yeah, she, she did smart things to, you know to do whatever she could to protect herself and the kids honestly yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think and and, and bef but before she got to that i mean she she literally was always like you know just a couple seconds ahead of him because when he chased her out of um Lindsay's house yeah. i mean he was mm -hmm. literally like right there with her and she tried to you know lock the door once she got tommy to let her in and you've got that fantastic scene where she's just looking over the top of the couch you know these are these are like you were talking about kill you know check under your bed check in the back of your car check in the closet the monster is there these are those little moments that this is all about without saying it it's like you you have to you have to understand that and again i think carpenter was so good at these moments there was so many, and this is 20 minutes, guys. This is a whole, the last 20 minutes of the movie is the chase. So it's it's a fantastic buildup. It's earned because you 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 appreciate the characters. You appreciate uh, Laurie as a character, as the final girl. And it's just fantastic the way it happens. But, and before I give it to you, Kill, just to reference Coriander, when she has that scene with the kids saying, well, I killed him. And then of course, <laughs> We f we find out that uh, you know, as they say, you cannot kill the boogeyman. The first thing she does, like you said, Coriander, she takes care of the kids. Now this is a woman that has just been chased. She got stabbed. She fell down the stairs. She ran across the street. Nobody would help her out as she's asking for help from the neighbors. Right. First thing she does is make sure that the kids are in the in their room, locked and safe. You gotta give it up for her just as a person you know what i'm saying but yep. you have that fantastic scene in the closet and coriander just take me take me through through this again because as a kid when i when i first saw this this scene was just fantastic the way it was shot it was just so much yeah, tension man. yeah because you know he tries the door and he can't mm -hmm. open it so he shakes it a little harder and then he starts busting through it 
Yeah, that's creepy as hell, and she's so smart to grab the coat hanger and make a makeshift weapon and stab him like in the eye, right? Wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep she was smart. And, yeah. and then she stabbed him yeah. with his own knife. You know? Yeah, she did. Yep. But she should and, have done it like multiple times like right. multiple times that's one thing you always got to do man right especially with a killer well, like this well, you got to we'll, make we'll, sure they stay down you know right we'll, we'll give them a pass because it was 1978 but <laughs> but then again right. she checks on the kids man you got to give her credit in the world yeah. she checks on the kids she's like leave go down the yeah. street to the mckenzie's do as i say and then of course another fantastic scene with nick castle who's playing the shape just sits right on up and then just turns he pans the 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 physicalization of of michael is just so amazing because and he never runs no freddie runs we've seen jason run yeah michael walks you know he just you know he's like he's he's jamming to his own beat but kill once he gets back up, we see a fantastic scene where, for a moment, we see uh, uh, Tony Moran, who's unmasked as Michael, and then again, Loomis, Loomis to the rescue for the finale. What were you thinking, man? As we end this up? Oh man, you know, I, you, by this time you've gone through like a roller coaster ride, and just you like have. Uh, Coriander said, you know, if you if you're stabbing him, keep stabbing, you know. <laughs> you know, if you have a gun, double tap, you know, go shoot for the head, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can remember my first time watching this and when he does the the sit up, I'm like, "Oh my goodness. Yeah. You can't you can't kill this thing, this man. Mm-hmm. This ter- is he a terminator? I don't know what he is." <laughs> like, well, oh, and remember, know. James Cameron was inspired by Carpenter when he was working on the Terminator. So, yeah. just saying. Yeah. Just but saying. But yeah, it, it's it's just you know you see Doctor Loomis and you're like, all right, like come on, you 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 gotta help her out here. She's been put through the ringer, fighting this guy, getting no help. Loomis to the rescue. He's got a gun, and and I, I'm thinking, you know, of course, my first time, I'm like, yay, the hero is here to help, you know, our heroine, and it's gonna be over. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good night, guys. It's right. it's. <laughs> Good stuff. Yay. Yeah. Good. Look, evil loses, good wins. Right. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and the thing of it, too, is that Loomis, it's funny because Loomis is, is searching for Michael all this time, but he mm-hmm. never gets to him until the end. So yep. it's just crazy. He's like on this different path in the story. And it's just, it's just crazy, man. But he shoots him, empties the whole gun. Michael's on the ground. And, you know, obviously we have we have that fantastic scene again. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis, as always, where she says it is, you know, it was the boogeyman, you know, and and Loomis says, as a matter of fact, it was. And then he looks back outside and Michael is fucking gone, man. He's gone. Bam. And the look on and I just want to take a second on this. I know I'm going all over the place, but, you know, people in the chat be patient (laughs) with me. He has this look on his face, right? And Donald Pleasance, it was said that he wanted to play it in a way, it was either that he knew Michael wouldn't be there or it shocked him. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. on his face, you can you can see shades of all of that. It's almost like 
wow. And it's almost like I knew that that would happen. And again, it was fantastic. You see the scene where they go through all the other spots where Michael had been. And, you know, and one thing we haven't really talked a lot about, because obviously everyone does, but we will mention it. The music is just fantastic because it elevates everything that you're seeing, everything that's going on, the chase, everything. Coriander, this ending, what did, what did you think of the ending? It, I just thought it was such a great way to end it. And ah. as, much as, I, as much as I love a lot of the other sequels, this is the type of movie where it, if, if it had not had any sequels, I think it still would be revered as much as it is today, maybe even more so, because it could have stopped right there. Yeah, it could have, yeah. I thought the ending was great. I mean, it it flowed well and yeah i thought it yeah i thought it it ended appropriately you know yeah. so yeah. absolutely yeah yeah um and uh, apollo was saying where do y'all come down on the is michael simply human or supernatural no man can take six slugs and we know that because of course Lum- loomis would say famously in the next movie i shot him six times right. i shot him in the heart you know, um, I, you know, I look at it like, I think it's kind of like, not even, it's not even one of those answers. Cause the way Carpenter was trying to, to portray this character was something that was unanswerable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know what you guys think. What do you think, Kill? What do you think, Coriander? I, 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 I agree. Like, you know, he's an enigma. You know, there is no there is no clean cut answer. You can believe what you want to believe, but you know, he is just a force of nature. You know, that's what, that's what Gore is saying too. It's never explained. It's left to our theater of the mind. He's just the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and real quick too, we got a couple of fun facts. We wouldn't be doing this right if we didn't do some fun facts. Um, first one, of course, is being um, the original title, which a lot of people. I've probably heard that story, but it was originally uh, just the babysitter sitter murders, and that was the original idea of this movie. Is just trying to get this idea of babysitters because everyone could relate to them. Um, but then they uh, famously changed it to Halloween because they wanted to tap into something that was, you know, so well known, and it was a holiday, and everyone can relate to Halloween and so forth. So. That's how they went to that one. Uh, Kill, I'll let you take the next uh, fun fact that we've got. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis was a real one. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. And, Cor- <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, Cor- and Coriander, you know about, about that one as far as uh, her versus the other ladies in the movie. What was that one about? Yeah, she was actually a teenager out of the three at the time yep. of the shooting. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'll take I'll take the next one here. Uh, Carpenter's intent with the shape. Carpenter's yeah. intent with the shape. I'll let you go, Coriander. Yeah, that was so that the audience, you know, that they should never be able to like relate to him. Yeah, that's why they mm-hmm. did that. Yep. Absolutely. All right, kill the fear meter. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee. It's funny because John Carpenter created a fear meter so that Jamie Lee would know what level of terror to exhibit. You know, for the nice. scene. That is yeah. awesome. 
<laughs> uh, let's see our next one. Uh, Michael Myers is real. In case you didn't know, Michael Myers is real. What's that all about, Coriander? <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny when he had when Carpenter was in like college, he was touring a psychiatric hospital, and he met a child who stared at him, and he said it was you know he, he stared at him with a look of evil, and it terrified him. So uh-huh. yeah. All right, and Kill, we've got two more left. I'll let you take this next one. Okay. Uh, Deborah equals ladies. John equals Samuel Loomis. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Deborah wrote the dialogue for the females. And Mm -hmm. Carpenter wrote for just, you know, Loomis' speeches. Yeah. Right, right. Mm, And we got got one more. I'll throw this one out there, too. Audrey. Audrey. Yeah, man. It's Michael's middle name, man. Michael Audrey Myers is one to throw that out there. <laughs> I love that stuff, man. Uh, in the chat, Eric says, "Great discussion tonight. Can't wait to see where you get where you guys think this goes with the um, timeline and motivation for Michael later on. Stop after part four; it'll be less painful." <laughs> now that's gonna be the. Fun I wish of it, we man. could. That's gonna be the fun of it. We got Strange Monkey in the chat chat saying, "Hey, hey. what's up, man? Hey. How you doing? Nice to see you." But yeah, man, this movie is fantastic. I mean, so many great um, things. Uh, Carpenter, again, this there's so many reasons why it rises above the fray. Uh, you know, the other slashers of its ilk, um, the direction, the cinematography, the music. Obviously, it was a good cast, but the way that they were written was really well done i mean and coriander especially for us i'll let you take this coriander but we've watched a lot of slashers in the last couple of months and Mm -hmm. there's so many things that this movie did so much better than other movies and other movies that were you know newer and also movies that tried to copy off of this what why do you think that is do you do you have a a thought on that Uh, because this this movie had everything it had you know, a cast of characters that it wasn't too much, you know, they all had, like, different types of personalities, so, you know, you kind of could distinguish, you know what I mean, one from another, you could, you know, you felt for these girls, too, you know, for all these four people, the kids, everyone. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, and, and I mean, Michael is just a killer who's just a killing machine. Mm, I mean, come on. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's so much that you could steal from this movie and try to recreate it because, yeah, it's like, it's like perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And and kill, kill, who's that guy in the back? Who is that guy? (laughs) Is that Dennis Quaid? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Dennis Quaid. And why? Because he's Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> but why was he there? Do you know? Uh, I, b- I believe he was He was either friends with PJ Souls or Jamie Lee Curtis. I can't remember exactly what I okay. found out. But I just thought it was so cool to see Dennis Quaid on the set. You know? Right. Um, Gore was saying, as we finish up here, Gore saying, I remember when Halloween 78 was the only Halloween before there were any sequels. And the ending was perfect when it was the only one. The mystery was great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Apollo saying, could Loomis have reached, cured Norman Bates? Hmm. Mm, well, maybe. 
maybe. I don't know. Because we, we did see we did see Norman, you know, rehabilitated at the at the beginning of part two. So maybe because Loomis, you know, for all intents and purposes, Loomis was a good doctor. So it's possible. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Strange Monkey saying, was Dennis Quaid another actor that portrayed Michael? <laughs> right? Oh, so many man. people. It's funny, too, because so many people portrayed Michael. I mean, you know, it was mainly Nick Castle. But you had scenes like that scene when, when you see so far away across the street where Michael was standing there. That's Deborah Hill, you know, um, in the beginning, you know, when uh, reaching for the knife as the kid. That's Deborah Hill's hand. Um, there's that scene where uh, Tommy Wallace you know, is, is portraying Michael for the cut scene. And of course, he famously uh, directed movies after this. So it's just fantastic. But one of the last images I want to just show here as we end up is John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Uh, these two created something special. And I can honestly say, yeah. in my opinion, this movie single-handedly really, really echoed throughout the genre. It really did. Mm -hmm. I mean, this movie, in, 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 in more ways than one, I mean, it gave Carpenter his career, and obviously we know how how expansive that was. It gave Jamie Lee Curtis a career. We know how, you know, the expansive that was. I mean, this movie is just fantastic, and I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it. We're going to go through the whole series, Eric, every single one, <laughs> and you know famously that this is a franchise that I have a lot of frustration with. But there are some some good moments too. There are some good moments. Uh, Eric saying Randy Quaid would have been scarier than Dennis, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. probably. Uh, right. But anyways, guys, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We had a lot of fun. We've been waiting a long time, months and months and months and months, to do this. I'm glad we started it. Next Wednesday, we will be doing Halloween too. So please join us live or either the replay. And again, man, we're doing this live. There's no script. We're just doing this, you know, blemishes and all. So please join us or please check out the replay. Please give us a like. That would help support the channel. And in the comment section, like Killian was saying, let us know your thoughts on this. And also that big question about the Trinity of today or a more modern Trinity. Or should Ghostface be a part of the Trinity? Let us know in the comment section. We will catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Peace. Up to